Hi team and welcome back to another episode of the Coach Pete podcast with me, Coach Pete. Uh, today's topic is going to be training splits and it was a topic suggested to me by Bradley so thanks for that mate, thanks for the, the idea through Facebook. So training splits is a, well, what is it? It's essentially that is how you divide your training through a week, typically. Uh, and when we talk about training splits here, it's more towards muscle building with maybe a little bit of strength training as well. So that's our, our kind of main focus with these types of training splits. And the first one I'm going to talk about is one which I tend to see most people, most guys in particular, do in the gym. And that is your classic body part split, also known as a bro split. Uh, and it's something I've done myself quite a bit. In fact, my early days when I first got into uh, training, I pestered my mum and dad for weeks and weeks to get a, a, a barbell kit. So I eventually got the York barbell kit. It's a, it's a classic one from back in the day. I also got the bench and the bench with that dodgy leg extension thing that never really worked. But I also, at the same time, uh, a few of my friends had got this muscle building program and it was through the wider company of Joe Weider. Uh, you may have heard of this fella, Joe Weider. He's the, the, the geezer who brought Schwarzenegger over from Europe uh, and basically took him under his wing. Uh, so I introduced him to the States. But he's also the guy who set up the Mr. Olympia competitions. Him and his brother, uh, back in the day, set up Mr. Olympia, which is still going strong. So, yeah, so that's a wee bit of history on that. But another thing that Joe Weider did is, uh, is he popularised a lot of the... Uh, the training systems back in the day, again, I'm thinking back maybe the 80s and 90s was the peak time for the, the Joe Weider thing. So one of his uh, outlets was Flex Magazine, which I think might still be on the go. And that's really just kind of dedicated to hardcore bodybuilding. But when I was a, a young lad, I remember buying Flex and uh, not knowing any better. I took a lot of this for gospel, not realising that... It came from a world which, uh, like it or not, had a lot of steroids floating about in it. So a lot of these training programs, specifically a lot of flex ones, just they weren't really suited to, to normal trainees. But again, I didn't know this, so I went along with it anyway. Another one of his publications uh, was Muscle and Fitness, which is a bit more mainstream, a lot more kind of women content in general fitness, but still had the segment of the, the hardcore bodybuilders and quite often included training plans uh, and the reason I'm telling you this is that uh, this style of training the body part split aka the bro split I reckon it can trace its its early days back to uh, the Joe Weider corporation and his kind of publications into the mass mainstream and I reckon that's where a lot of these uh, body part splits came from so the reason I mention that is that that I'm going to swing back to this at the end, but there's a reason why this may not be the best uh, training system for most most people. But having said that, let, let's break it down, let's talk about uh, the body part split. So the name comes from the fact that the way the workouts is segmented through the week, it's done based on body parts. Typically, you would maybe be looking at uh, four or five days a week. Now, there's lots and lots of different variations of this. Uh, in fact, probably an endless amount. But typically, you would end up doing maybe two body parts per workout. You'd have like a big body part, like your chest, back, legs, and then quite often a smaller body part. So 
classic combos might have been like uh, old chest and biceps, back and triceps, legs and shoulders, or multiple variations of that. And again, typically spread four or five days a week, hitting each area or each muscle group, perhaps just once a week. And an example of uh, like a, a body part workout might be if you look at the chest, again, this is quite typical of uh, a body part split training program. You typically have maybe four or five exercises uh, per body part. So if you take chest, for example, you might be beginning in something like a bench press, uh, maybe three sets, six reps. So then that just lets you go a little bit into the heavy range. Uh, that could be followed by an inclined dumbbell bench press. So again, just mixing up the barbells with dumbbells, changing the angles, uh, maybe slightly different rep range. That could be something like three sets, eight reps. And that could be followed by something like a decline bench press or dumbbell bench press. Again, I think different angles here. Uh, and again, something like three sets of 10. So you'll notice that the reps are, are changing a little bit. So there is a touch of a variety in there. Uh, so following the bench, incline bench, the declines, you might do something like a, a cable move, something like cable flies, or a pec deck, some sort of isolation exercise would be typically thrown in there. Uh, and by this stage of the game, you'd you be getting quite fatigued at this stage. Uh, so what you'd maybe do is push into something like 12 reps, again, just working up that rep spectrum. Uh, and again, to finish another exercise here, uh, push-ups. So again, wrapping up with some body weight movement. Uh, and a typical finisher for a, a body part split might be an arm wrap, so that's as many reps as possible. We are just really going for it, you're taking it to maximum. And finishing on a body weight move is a, a fairly safe way to do that. And again, it could be you do three sets of arm wraps or maximum. So again, that's fairly typical of a, a, a chest workout from a body part split uh, training program. And you'll notice there, there is a what's that, five exercises, uh, 12 sets. So that's gonna give you a lot of volume. So volume really just refers to the amount of uh, work in terms of the sets, reps, and uh, exercises. And in this case, you'd be looking at five exercises, uh, maybe 12 sets. That's gonna give you a lot of reps. So the volume there is what you'd consider moderate to high. Uh, now because of that, that volume, uh, it's quite a good way to spread it through the week where you're only hitting one body part each week because you're asking your body to recover from quite a high demand. Uh, you'll probably be really sore from this type of workout as well. You're, you're, you're basically putting your body part, those muscles through the ringer uh, and you'll get some severe DOMS probably for a day or two after it. So if you were to do something like legs, you've got a lot of squats, lunges and stuff in there, you, you'll be struggling to walk probably and uh, in extreme cases, maybe even struggling just to get off the toilet, being there, that sucks. So yeah, a lot of recovery needed for that. But the benefit of doing the body part splits is that the way it's spread through every week, you typically only do each body part once a week. So you actually have seven days to recover. So in terms of recovering from that particular style of workout, that's a good thing. You get plenty of recovery time. But the flip side of that is that it's not very high frequency. Most muscle groups or most uh, exercise demand tends to recover after about 72 hours. So if you're giving it seven days, that, that's a heck of a long time where you would recover and you could potentially exercise again. 
So I mentioned frequency there because it's one of those variables which does play a big part in the how, how successful your exercise split could be. And the more frequency you can get in without overloading your system, the better, because it's the more opportunity for that area to get some stimulation, to have an anabolic effect, and ultimately to grow and get stronger. And you can see from this type of training split, if you're only hitting each muscle group once a week, it's not optimal. But not, having said that, there are some other uh, benefits, which are things I consider beneficial to this uh, style of training. Uh, and one of them which I like is exercise variation. I mean, if you're doing five exercises, each area, you can throw a lot of things into the mix there. And the example I gave you, you had some flat work with the bench, going heavy, some dumbbells, some declines, you're getting the cables. So it's a lot of fun, you can really get into that, especially if you're doing like a, maybe like back exercises, there's pull downs, there's rows, there's, there's pullovers, or you can get lots of arm work as well, which is another, I'm gonna say benefit for the people who enjoy training. You can, you're essentially getting a day where you get to work your arms and that can be a lot of fun. So another thing which will happen with that, with all that crazy volume and exercise variation, is you'll get a sweet pump. Your muscles will feel like they're bursting at your t-shirt. So you get a really good pump on the day, at the time you'll feel pretty huge after it. Uh, that's not to say that it's super effective, but at the time it will feel pretty awesome. Uh, another thing you can do is you can throw in different training methods. I mean, I didn't really touch on that with my example. The main one was the AMRAP and uh, the gradual increase in repetitions, but you you could chuck in things like drop sets, uh, uh, lots of isolation work, supersets, mechanical drop sets. Uh, the list is endless, and a lot of people tend to use for splits. They'll, they'll chuck a lot of those training methods in, which a lot of them, again, they originate back to the the Joe Weider stuff, uh, Flex Magazine and uh, his training program. So again, it kind of does permeate uh, any of these programs. But again, having said that, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've mentioned it before, you get to recover properly. So after that initial period where you maybe can't walk or move your arms properly, you'll be sweet as until you work the next session a week later. Uh, it's quite simple to follow and it suits people who like a fairly regimented schedule because to fit all those training sessions in your four or five days, you typically got your lock in with the day of the week. So Monday is your classic bench press day, bench and arms, that's where all the, the dudes will be working the beach muscles. So things like that, you have Monday, maybe chest, biceps, Tuesday could be legs and something, uh, Wednesday could be back, end of the week you might throw in some arms, then you might have things like calves and abs in there. So great if you like a bit of a, a fixed schedule. Not so good if you miss a workout though because it can really throw things out unless you're willing to skip a workout. Uh, and uh, again, another benefit, as I've mentioned it before, there's a lot of variety in it. So it can be quite mentally refreshing only having to do the one body part once a week. You can maybe have your favourites wrapped in that. So again, is that mental component where you may, you may miss it. Uh, and you may look forward to it. Uh, and if to wrap all that up, the positive sphere, I would say it, it could be a lot of fun. It's a fun way to train. And not necessarily the most optimal, but uh, a fun way to train. So again, talking about some of the, the bad side effects of cons here, I've already mentioned that there's tight, quite a tight schedule. So if you miss a workout, you either need to throw your week out or you might have to play catch up somehow. Uh, it's not optimal for training frequency. 
not at all. Uh, your body typically takes about 72 hours to recover from a, an intense workout, not seven days, so that is a bit extreme now. Uh, I spoke about the severe DOMS, that is a muscle soreness, so again, if you're annihilating that muscle group, you expect to be sore for quite a bit after it. Uh, we talked about the scheduling, it's a big commitment and it's not that flexible. Uh, and it, it's not very well suited to strength, you'll get some strength benefit, but it's certainly not the best method for getting strength as well as muscle uh, building as well. So, hey, if you want to give it a go, give it a crack. I mean, back in the day, as I mentioned, that's how I basically get into my exercise journey was through these types of training programs. I did them at home. I think it was 15 to 16 the weights kit at home. Never really trained legs, oddly enough, just upper body. Uh, it was all about vanity back then. But then, again, joining a gym, and this is back in the, Jesus, the 90s, and most of the guys would do these types of training programs. You'd be in, each fella would, the normal opening line for a conversation is, a, what you're training today? And that basically meant, what's your body part split today? Uh, and it did to that kind of funny flow through the week where most people would do chest, and biceps uh, at the beginning of the week, Monday typically, because that was uh, the first day back after the weekend, and I guess that's the uh, old vanity kicking in, beach muscles. So, but what I did find is, uh, having done that in my teenage years, uh, yeah, I did get some benefit, but looking back, it certainly wasn't optimal. I've done much more uh, productive training programs since then, so definitely not optimal. And yeah, I, I, I think I, I struggled a lot to recover from it. I didn't realise at the time, but back at that day when I was 15, 16, 17, I was still trying to figure nutrition out. So my nutrition definitely wasn't optimal. It was reasonably good for the standards at the, the day. There was a lot of protein and stuff in there, but I probably wasn't eating enough calories. So what actually happened is uh, I get really ripped. I get real wiry, I good definition, uh, I, and I looked reasonably muscular, but You'd be lucky if I was kicking anything over about 65 kilos at the time, so I certainly wasn't putting a lot of muscle on. But like I say, it was fun. So that is your, your bro split. Uh, and I, I got, it cracks me up sometimes because I still see a lot of dudes doing this at the gym. And like I say, it's, it's probably the majority of guys at the gym do an element of this training. And it cracks me up seeing somebody doing arms for like an hour straight. Just knowing from my experience that, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but... I, I, if your goal is to get big, it's certainly not the best way to do it. But hey, bro splits, give it a crack if you enjoy your training. Uh, next training split, again, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching this a lot from my, my training journey as to how I discovered these plans and, and used them myself. And the next thing, uh, the next training split I stumbled into was a full body training. And the full body training used to be real popular back in the day, if you think about the golden age of bodybuilding, uh, so back in the 40s and 50s, that would have been really popular, that would have been your main kind of training go-to. So as the name suggests, it's a full body workout. So you'd be doing mainly a, a one or two big movements per muscle group, and that would typically be hit start using your biggest muscles and working your way down the body. So an example of a, a full body training uh, day could be squats, uh, bench press for your chest, rows for the back, maybe an overhead press, uh, and maybe some bicep curls and maybe something like triceps and abs at the end. So uh, 
that split would maybe see you training up to three times a week. Uh, it does allow for a, a reasonable amount of variety. So the next day, where you, instead of doing a squat, you might do a leg press or a deadlift. Instead of a bench, it could be an incline bench or you might use dumbbells. Instead of rows, it could be pull-ups or pull-downs. Uh, a press, again, it might be a dumbbell press versus a barbell press or some side raises. And your curls might be using a bar one day, uh, dumbbells the next. So there is a, a fair degree of variation you can add to that. Uh, sets and reps, again, typically they would have been quite similar to the body part split. Maybe doing three, four sets of somewhere between 6 to 12 reps. Again, not, not a huge amount of variety in there, but enough to get fairly uh, decent muscle growth. Uh, so yeah, those movements would be typically compound movements. Uh, now the commitment factor probably wouldn't need to be as intense as uh, the body part split. Again, if it's three workouts you're trying to hit a week, it doesn't matter too much if you miss a day, you just pick it up the next day. And again, if you do miss the gym for a few, uh, a few days, the frequency is good here. So if it's only one maybe one movement or one exercise per muscle group, you're actually hitting that muscle group three times a week. So the training frequency is essentially triple than the, the bro splits. So for that reason alone, I reckon that's, that's a lot more effective. Uh, you don't get as much training variety per lift, but I think what it will do is it really gives you a solid foundation. So all these movements as well, they're really good for muscle building because we'll hit a lot of uh, we're just tapping a lot of muscle fibers getting hit but they're also good for strength uh, so it gives you a really good strength foundation which is really beneficial I think and I think from my experiences where it does come to build muscle you need that strength foundation in there for lots and lots of reasons which I'm not going to get into today but it trust me from my experience it helps to be strong to build muscle so it will certainly give you that a foundation there. Uh, another benefit here is that it might be well suited to uh, people who struggle to recover. So that whether that's an older athlete or somebody who's maybe trying to juggle life, like you get life, you get kids, you get family commitments, and uh, you get work commitments in there as well. So it's easier to fit that type of training in for the frequency, but also for the recovery because you can then dictate when you do that workout based on how you feel, you're not stuck to a really rigid schedule. Uh, now, from my experiences of this, I get into this after a couple of years of doing the, your, your Flex Magazine bodybuilding type splits, which, like I say, they worked a little bit, but I never really gained any weight. And looking back, I think what happened was uh, I just get super ripped and the muscle I did have is really toned. So that I, I, I looked muscular, but I certainly... Uh, I certainly wasn't that strong, not by uh, any measure of what I can do today. And even back then, I, I don't think I get very strong from it. Uh, but I look good, you know, I enjoyed it. I get lean. It was a bit of fun. It was certainly a good learning curve for me. But uh, I did get to a point where I was starting to investigate other other ways to train, and I came across a book which I used to see advertised a lot in other like things like Muscle and Fitness uh, magazine back in the day, and that was called Brawn. So if anyone has maybe been in the gyms as long as me, you might remember that. Uh, so it's called Braun. It was written by a fella called Scott McRobert. And he was a big advocate of of minimal training. So his training, his, he reckoned that optimal training was all about maximising the stimulation and maximising your ability to recover. And he took it to extremes. So we're, 
we've gone from crazy volume, crazy frequency with bro splits to me looking at the, the brawn workouts, which total body workouts. But he was advocating training uh, twice a week uh, and really, really minimal stuff. So his workouts would be squat, bench, row, press, curl, and if you're lucky, some triceps at the end, maybe some abs. And that, that would be it. Uh, not even very many sets. You're talking like two or three sets. But he'd recommended pushing really, really hard. Uh, and he also introduced me to periodization. And his came from a very basic powerlifting or strength program where you would basically start at something like 85% uh, of your I don't know, six rep maximum. The next workout would be 87. The workout after that would be 90, 92. So you're basically adding a little couple percentage. So the weights would be set per workout. And the idea is that you'd, you'd go maybe a couple of steps back in percentage, have a really long, slow run up. And the time you get to your previous maxes, you should find your body's it's adapted to it. And you're able to push in maybe five, seven percent beyond that last one. So that's why it was really good for strength. Uh, and that kind of forced, uh, forcing your body to adapt is also good way to build muscle as well. But I've got to say, looking back again on that, from my experience, I think that was too extreme. I think if you're doing full body, and again, I do them on and off, and I have done in the last couple of years, I think three times a week is optimal for that. Two times, two times is good if you've got a lot of life going on, but again, it's not great for most lifters. So there you have it, Tim. That is full body workouts. Now, again, I think these are great. Uh, I still seem see fellas in the gym doing that, but not that often. It tends to be people who are maybe coming from a, a sports background. And being in New Zealand, we get a lot of rugby guys here. And I often see the, the young rugby kids doing more full body type workouts. So it's probably a better suited format for uh, athletes as well. So the next uh, workout I'm going to look at is, again, things that I ventured to through my exercise journey and that was uh, upper and lower body splits so again as the name suggests the split is a uh, upper body one day and legs the next so the way that would be split normally it would be four workouts a week two upper body two legs so reasonably good frequency you're hitting each in each area twice a week now because you're only doing uh, the upper body versus a full body plan you can add a little bit more exercise variation in there. Definitely not as much as uh, the uh, the body splits. So four times a week, everything's hit twice a week. So it's lots of recovery. You can recover well from it. And there's reasonably good frequency twice a week. So all conducive to getting good results, muscle building, getting your strength. Uh, it's good for exercise variety. So again, you've got that mental benefit where it keeps you stimulated. Uh, so a typical workout uh, from that, it would look something like, if you look at an upper body split, it could be bench press, again, big movement first, chest followed by pull-ups, followed by something like an overhead press for your shoulders, uh, maybe rows, because again, good to get a lot of back volume in there, so pull-ups and rows for back, and then finishing with uh, maybe biceps and triceps. Uh, a leg day might start with something like squats, then maybe like a remaining deadlift with a hammies, squats, again, mainly quads, but hits all your legs. Uh, after the RDLs, it could be something like leg extensions and lunges, more quads, maybe leg curls, a little bit of calves at the end, and typically with these workouts, you chuck in your abs. 
at the end of that. And other upper body workout would just be a different variation of that, uh, but the same essential split, same with the legs. So again, they can be a lot of fun. I've used them on and off. Like I say, I'm talking from my experience. I get into these. Again, I was, I was, I was a, a leaflet, not a leaflet, what do you call it? A booklet I got from a bodybuilding or a sports supplement at the time. So again, we're probably looking at mid to late 90s and it was Maxi Muscle, which was a big brand back in the UK. And we used to have their little kind of fanzines or uh, little magazines they gave away with their supplements. And I remember reading about this type of workout, upper body, lower body, and they were advocating it. And I was getting a bit stale with the full body. So I gave it a crack. And uh, again, that actually I think was relatively successful for me. Because uh, I, what I did get from the, the previous full body workout was I started to get a bit of a strength base. It really got me training my legs properly. It was something I hadn't really done. Uh, and I was able to then continue that and stick to the compound moves. And I think that's the biggest takeaway I got from the full body and the upper body, lower body split is that it really gave you a good grounding with the basics. So things like bench, pull-ups, rows, deadlift, squats. It, it got you good at them. And it, it really drummed into me that you need those foundational movements in whatever workout you're doing for whatever your training goes. They're just, they're just so beneficial and so awesome. So again, that, that got that into my head. And it's something which I've... I've came back to later on uh, when I was getting really focused and getting as strong as I could uh, in my late thirties, uh, and it reminded me a lot of the the Jim uh, Jim Wendler workouts, the five three one training splits, which are pretty popular. And he often would the uh, Jim Wendler his five three one would be spread over like something similar to an upper body uh, lower body uh, workout, where he would have you doing squats, squat focus one day bench next, deadlift the next day, then press, so again you get a push, not push pull, you get an upper body, lower body, spread through that, so again it's it's a useful format and it still tends to be used a lot and if you were going to give it a go I would certainly, yeah I would really recommend, check out Jim Wenders 531 and if you pay some money you'll get his ebook and he's got a, a shit ton of different variations, so there's variations for strength, it's a great introduction to powerlifting workouts, strength workouts, he's got his muscle building versions, he's got his uh, fat loss version as well and conditioning and there's even athletic ones uh, tailored towards different sports so it's really really adaptable, such a good uh, format so yeah the upper body lower body split definitely gets my thumbs up. Uh, so next split is a, is a bit of a spin off I guess of the push pull, not push pull sorry upper body lower body split and it's a uh, push pull legs so there's three components to that as the name suggests you've got your pushing which would be if you think of it like bench press shoulder press all those pushing exercises pushing away from the body so typically on a push pull legs workout uh, you would have one workout devoted to your pushing muscles so again that might look like bench press shoulder press maybe some flies, maybe some side raise, and throwing in some tricep work as well. So all your pushing movements. The pull workout would be essentially the antagonist version of that. Maybe like pull-ups, rows, uh, maybe some sort of pull-over or rear delt work, and you'd maybe throw your biceps into that because they get a lot of work with their back exercises. And, and on the leg day, maybe something like squats, remaining deadlifts, lunges, 
leg curls, calves, and maybe some abs as well. So if you see from there, it's quite similar to the the body part split in some aspects, but there's a lot of there's a lot of options to add a lot of exercise variety in. Uh, a bit of difference to that is that each area is getting hit relatively frequently. So you're looking at twice a week. So if there's three workouts, you're trying to hit each area twice a week is a big time commitment. So we're looking at uh, six days a week here. So that's a lot, a lot of training commitment. Uh, my experience of this, has funnily enough, goes back to when I was a wee bit younger. Uh, and I, somebody actually from one, one Christmas, somebody got me the Arnold Schwarzenegger encyclopedia to bodybuilding. And Arnold took it a, a one step further, though he did a split like this, if I can remember, push, pull legs. So he was training twice a day. But he was also training in the mornings and in the evenings. So he would do maybe a push in the morning, uh, a, a pull or something in the evening, and uh, something else the next morning. So he was training crazy, crazy volume. But again, he he got away with it. I guess he could afford to eat well, sleep well, and get his uh, special supplements on the go as well. But I did try that, and it hit, he recommended from his encyclopedia of bodybuilding that you only train once a day and not twice a day like he did uh, and I really at the time really enjoyed it because at the time I was getting a real interest and I think I may have even been working in the industry yeah I would have been I, I was either I just finished my studies uh, I was working as a gym instructor but I actually picked up a few gym uh, personal training clients back then so that's that was actually the first client so again we're probably looking at 25 years ago and I do remember just uh, really absorbing lots of information and loving the the aspect of programming and developing programs and figuring out sets, reps, how to, how to split body parts for optimal recovery and performance, best rep scheme and how to get that variety through the week. So that's where I really started to find my love of the uh, exercise programming was around about that time. And even though it's looking back, it's it's a crazy uh, program to follow the push-pull leg because it's, it's such a, a time commitment. But again, at the time, what else was I doing as a teenager? I wasn't going out to piss as much, uh, thankfully because I found a gym before that, uh, that came later on, but uh, yeah, I was at the gym, and I worked in the gym, so it was my life, and i get away with it, I, I was able to sleep 8-10 hours a day, jeez, I'd, I'd kill for that right now, but I was recovering, I was young, I was taking supplements, I was eating well, and looking back to that type of split, and again, I was using it from the Arnold Schwarzenegger encyclopedia of bodybuilding at the time, I've, I've done versions of it since, it worked for me. Uh, I actually gained some muscle, I put some weight on, and I think that is when I finally got beyond 70 kilos. Woo! <laughs> what a kill for that these days, eh? But 70 kilos gone from somebody who started at 60, and I remember being stuck at 60, 64, which is 10 stone in Imperial back in the UK. And yes, I was at that for years, and to get above 70, which is pushing towards 11 stone, that was a, was a big achievement for me back in the day. So, the last one I'm going to talk about, because I realise I've been blethering here for almost half an hour, is a, what I'd call a functional split or, or an anatomical split or even a hybrid split. And this is something I, I recently got into maybe the last two years. Uh, again, got into it, I was, just, I was bored, I was looking for other training methods and I've just started reading and googling things and seeing what was, was coming up. Uh, and it wasn't just from one particular source, it was a few sources. And that's why there's a few different names for it, I guess. But uh, I remember following a version, and I, I, for me, I'd came out of doing a B 
basically training as a powerlifter for a couple of years. Uh, and I, I, during that time, again, if you want to put some size on, try that type of training. But I, I got that kind of blocky, stocky, powerlifter look, had a bit of a belly. So I was carrying a decent bit of muscle for sure, but I didn't like how I looked. I wanted to go back to more of like a classic, kind of lean look, uh, more athletic as well, but certainly we, I wanted to work a bit of vanity to be fair and just shape my body as to how I wanted, not how it eventually became because it was pursuing getting stronger. So things I wanted to do is I wanted to get my shoulders a bit more defined and uh, get my side deltoid and my rear delts up, get my chest a bit more developed, certainly get my arms working as well because they're things which if you're training for powerlifting, you don't really focus on that. And I think I went years without actually doing any direct arm work, but because of all the push pulling, my arms still, oddly enough, get bigger. Uh, and the legs were just squatting, deadlifting heaps. So my legs, my glutes got a lot thicker, my back was thicker as well. So I, for me, I wanted something which should just help just re reshape me and get me feeling good about myself because I wasn't feeling very good. I certainly wasn't feeling fit like I used to as well. Anyway, enough about me, back to the functional split or anatomical split. So that split uh, is based more on the more movement based, more thinking about your joint action in different planes of movement as well. So the, the typical functional split, and this is where I started with probably about two or three years ago, you have a vertical uh, push, which would be if you think vertical movements, overhead presses, then things associated with that, side raises. Uh, so again, lots of that working there. Uh, you've again, you'd have maybe like a leg split, again, like a, a quad dominant, so you're having a vertical push. Sorry, let's rewind that a bit. A vertical push, pull. I knew I was missing something out there. So not only would you do things like an overhead press, but you'd also put your back work into it, which would be like a vertical move, would be like pull-ups. So a workout would make have a, uh, overhead press, pull-ups, then you might be doing things like pull-downs, dumbbell press, and maybe some smaller movement like a side raise, uh, and maybe like a straight arm pull-down. And you might even put in some some biceps or triceps as with that as well. So think of all the movements which involve that plane, that vertical plane, and it's upper body, push-pull, that's what you'd have in that day. Now the other day, would be a quad dominant, so we're thinking movement pattern here, or movement based. So quad dominant, obvious one, squats. So maybe squat, leg press, lunges, leg extension, done on that day. Uh, and then you're back to upper body, but this time you're maybe looking at it as a horizontal push, pull. So movement planes, uh, you're looking at things like bench press, rows, then you might do incline bench press, maybe some sort of rear delt, or or prone row exercise, and you, again, maybe chuck in some biceps to that as well. And then the last day, going back to legs, again, you're thinking movement, so it's not quad, we're looking at maybe a hip hinge movement, so something like deadlifts, uh, hamstrings, your, all your rear chain muscles, your glutes, you would work that day. So coming from a, a perspective of somebody who studied a lot of sports science, this makes a lot more sense to me, it's, it's more, conducive to a greater muscle balance, you're less likely to get muscle imbalances, which you definitely get from some of those earlier plans, particularly if you start to favour your, your your mirror muscles, your beach muscles, your chest, your biceps. Uh, but I like it, I like the idea of this split, I think it's really well balanced, and I like the idea of it, although it's uh, 
it's sensible and balanced. You can still get a lot of exercise frequency into it as well. So speaking of frequency, each muscle group is getting hit twice a week, but it's been using different movement planes. So again, I think that's really cool. Yeah, so there's good frequency in there for muscle building. Uh, it's based in foundational movement. So the leg days particularly, you're, we're talking quad dominant, hip dominant, rather than legs or quads, whatever. So you look, it lends itself well to the basics like quads, well not quads, like squats, deadlifts, both types of movements. So for somebody who was coming from a powerlifting background at the time, it was a good transition because I, I wanted to, and I still do want to maintain as much strength as I can. And I must say by doing these movements, what I did, I would have the first movement as a strength focus. So if, if it was a quad dominant day, I would go in and I would keep my uh, my squats heavy. And I'm thinking, we're talking like between five to two or even one rep, so I'm not talking six to ten reps, I'm talking right into the heavy range, because I was used to that uh, from the powerlifting, and I, 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 again, that's maybe going back two or three years, and I've actually retained most of my strength, and I don't want to trip on trumpet, but I reckon that uh, just from following this type of programme, I could probably go back into a competition and, and do quite well for my weight and age, if I, even just coming out and training for three months, just because I've maintained so much a good strength with that. So it's really good for balance, it's good for frequency, and it's good for uh, good for variety as well. It's a lot of fun. So that's a functional split. Uh, but again, I'm going to wrap this up just by talking about how I've tailored that and how I think I've maybe even created a more optimal version of that. So I really think of this as a hybrid anatomical split, not just because it sounds fancy, but it kind of describes what it is. It's a hybrid. I'm taking elements. There's elements in there from the body part splits, which I use. There's elements from the full body splits. The All of these ones I've talked about before, and even a lot of the powerlifting things, I've kind of added elements to that. So this is a very specific workout, which I do for myself. But I think it's, uh, it's certainly adaptable, and it's something I've been using a lot with my clients to some degree, depending on their availability to train for frequency of their goals. But... It's, again, for me, who's done this for a long time, we're talking 20 plus years, I think I can run this through my filter and I can quickly think of variations. So for me, I, I'm looking at everyone, like how can I bring this hybrid anatomical split based in science uh, and put it into most people training to make it successful. And I reckon I'm in a place where I can do that. Uh, so talking it from my point of view, what I did is I split into a vertical workout. So rather than just having a vertical push pull for upper body, lower, sorry, for upper body, and a, a quad dominant for lower body, I wanted to train frequently because I enjoy training. And the part of the thing I wanted to do is get lean, but at the time I wasn't really feeling the cardio vibe because to be fair, I was super unfit from years of powerlifting and neglecting my cardio fitness. So I thought I'll build the volume up and I'll get my body conditioned that way for starts. So my typical split, from the end and in the moment is a vertical workout, which would typically start with something like a squat. And again, starting with that, it allows me to go very heavy. And I might, I, I have a lot of variations, but I'll typically work something like five to two reps, make for the odd single just to see if I've still got it. So again, vertical. Following that, I'd do something like a push press. Uh, and then maybe chuck in some pull-ups. Uh, what I, I, I was doing, and what I sometimes do, is I'll superset that, just to economise my time. And again, for me, 
what I tend to do is the first movement is strength based, really, really heavy. Uh, but the second movement's a bit more typical, kind of rep range, something like six reps. So, but still low end for me, but well, for me, that's actually high reps like, for years of training as a power lifter. But I, I like to just kind of hit that rep range. It allows you to fairly heavy, but it is good for this uh, bit of muscle building. So, vertical workout, squat, push press, pull ups. And then tagged in at the end, I have a bit of fun, and that's where I maybe steal some ideas from bro splits, and I'll do, I'll do isolation moves or more muscle building moves, which target those muscle groups. So again, I've based the workout on a, a plane, so it's vertical plane, and the muscles I've worked in that that day would be quads, delts, shoulders, and lats. So what I might do is, uh, I, actually, I don't do much more legs at this stage, but I will do maybe some side raises. Again, part of the thing I wanted to do was develop my rear, sorry, my side delts, and I feel like I've done that to a noticeable degree. And I'd have a bit of fun, maybe do sets of 12, higher reps in there. Uh, again, if I'm working in a vertical plane, I might have done pull-ups, I might then go have pull-downs, have a bit of fun with that. Uh, and I'll chuck in some biceps and triceps. Again, I get to play about with some uh, body part or bro split workout ideas like getting the cables, the preacher curls, some pushdowns, bit of vanity movement, and it's fun, I enjoy doing that. Uh, and on the same day, again, it's just something I do as a personal thing, I like to finish with some like, plyometrics and explosive movements, because it gives you a bit of conditioning, but I, I like to think of it gives you a really, it keeps your nervous system sharp, and I found but with me really, really dropping my leg volume, because I wanted to just have a bit more fun and not just train like a power lifter anymore, but I want to stay strong, by keeping a lot of explosive moves in and really working things like jumps, I think it's actually improved my leg strength. Uh, that dynamic strength has had a good kind of uh, feed off in my absolute strength. Plus, I feel like I've got myself really well conditioned. So my split, again, I'll just kind of wing through that here. It would be a, a vertical workout, a horizontal workout, which would be things like bench press. Uh, and typically in a horizontal workout with the bench press and rows, I'd put in some sort of deadlift, and again I vary it, it might be a deadlift, hex bar deadlift, uh, Romanian deadlift, or maybe a back raise. So again, it gives me an opportunity to get a lot of, uh, lot of fun, a lot of exercise variety. So, and then what I do, uh, if I do the horizontal push-pull, I'll swing back to a vertical and swing back to a horizontal in the same week. So I'm actually training, at my peak there, I was training four times a week. So think of that four times a week, each movement playing twice, each body part was getting hit four times a week, so the training frequency was really high. And that's what I wanted to do, I wanted to do that because I wanted to expel a lot of energy and I wanted to try and build some muscle. So I was careful, and again, just training experience here, I knew my limits in terms of pushing myself, so the intensity was very, very well managed for me. Uh, and that's something you can do. Uh, the volume is, Volume was good as well. I haven't done lots of sets and reps, but I wasn't pushing crazy with the weights. I was going for more for muscle feel and that kind of old school mind muscle connection uh, phrase as well. And I have to say, it, it worked wonders. Uh, now, I'd actually gained a lot of muscle, I think, from my powerlifting days, but this just made me feel, uh, made me enjoy training again a lot. And it was, uh, I was feeling the same vibes as I did in the teenager doing those uh, bro splits, which I enjoyed doing. So I feel like I've taken the muscle I had, I've managed to uh, basically 
cut some body fat, but in the process, get my arms, shoulders retoned, built some muscle there, which I had lost as well. Uh, and for me, it just kept me feeling good. I mean, I'm 45, uh, and I, I feel grateful that I'm still able to do these things. So, Jesus, uh, yeah, the, that I'm happy that I can actually sustain this. Uh, I've actually pulled this back a bit because of uh, these recent months taking up running, and I've been pushing the spin classes I teach. So, as well as build muscle, I feel like I've built enough muscle. It's time for me to cut fat as well as get fit. I want to get healthy. So I want, don't want to just be a, a, a muscle kind of blocky bodybuilder dude or gym guy. I actually want to be as fit as I can so that my health is good as well. So guys, that is, uh, I'm going to wrap it up there. This is a long one today, Jesus. If you've made it this far, props to you. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you did take the time. I'm just watching that. It's almost 45 minutes. Uh, and it's normal. If you have listened to this, I mean, Jesus, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. But uh, I'm asking you solid, can you tell your mates, tell your buddies, tell your family, tell them to listen to it if they're interested in this type of thing, because I'm going to continue doing it. And uh, if you've got it for your social media platform, please, 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 can you share it? Can you like it? Uh, uh, and just, just, I'm really trying to grow this and trying to get my brand out there. It's Coach Pete. And if you're at the gym, you will certainly notice in the next few weeks, there's a lot of uh, people going to be wearing branded wear. I actually think it looks pretty cool. I did the Metallica themed one because I'm a bit of a metalhead as well. But again, if you if you see people walking about with that on and you want to get your hands and stuff, hit me up at the gym and I'll certainly hook you up and you'll be doing me a massive favour. So guys, I'm going to wrap it up. If you made it to the end, bloody, bloody awesome. Until next time, stay fit, see you team, bye.